Hey everybody, this is Petey from the Spin Rack, and today I have a video on the first line, Marvel, The Lost Generation. This one takes place during the hotbed of um, the space race, the, the um, Area 51, uh, what else? Well, this is at the Area 51, mainly the space race, if you see this. Um, you have some fear, yeah, Ruskies, all this other stuff, 50 stuff is going on in here. A lot of stuff going on here. Some of the stuff, political stuff is also in here. There's a bunch of stuff going on here. So it's kind of, I guess the glue around here is, well, the fox isn't in here. Black fox isn't in this one. But it's kind of the, we can, we start to see the person they talk about. The Yankee Clipper appears at some point. So we get to see what the original first line was. It's starting to form as we go back, right? Um, of course, the first start is one of the biggest um, scroll-type stories that were ever done by Marvel. So it's kind of tough seeing the secret invasion because we've had a scroll, which is Velmax, who is in this story, right? We've already been revealed to that, right? So, um, I guess we should start it, right? So, this is where we get to the exact dates of different things as the story goes on, and they kind of hint to different characters and whatnot, right? So let's start with six. Going in, this is kind of throw to the Fantastic Four issue, which kind of did a nod to the moon landing. So they're doing their kind of what possibly happened in an elastic timeline, right? So we have liftoff. And this actually was, I think it was the, no, Crisis of the Soul. Not Crisis of Conscience, it was Crisis of the Soul. Now this is a gorgeous um, double splash plays of the wide angle screen. Um, I always like to bring it up. I know a lot of people Neil Adams did it a lot in, um, in what's that thing? Um, he did it a lot in the, what's that comic book? Superman versus Muhammad Ali. But it was something that, I guess Jack, you know, Jack Kirby and Joe Simon was kind of doing a double splash page a lot in their time together. Obviously, Kirby's known for it. But, um... This one cool wide angle screen. Yeah, we got it like this right here, right? Look at your hint of that stuff, right? And this is cool. And even though it doesn't got the heroes in it, you just see the fox and his um Robert Payne, and it looks like Effigy, not Effigy. Who is it? Um, Nocturne is coming after him, but it's not. It's the Russian transport. Kichusha, <laughs> she has come in and she's joined, you know, it says, um, transferred over. Right. She has decided that it's time for the fox to rest. So the fox takes a break. We see the headquarters. If we're looking at the headquarters change, 
This is my favorite city on Colorado, outside of Brooklyn, of course. Um, well, Brooklyn's a borough, so I'm not actually cheating on it, right? So here we go. Right now, they're watching the moon landing. They can't get in touch with the fox, but they realize that something else is kind of tracking, tracking the moon landing set to destroy it, right? Some extraterrestrials. And they say, hey, we got no way to do it. And then Epigee's like, yes, of course you can, right? So we have <laughs> these um, nondescript guys that have hired these super super villains, right? I mean, they're not really cool at working with these malcontents. But their plan is to take out the Earth thing, but they um, enlist these villains, right? And of course, the super villains get into a big fight, but one person there to keep them all calm which is Positron, right? And Scythe was one of my favorites because he looked pretty cool. Oh, I mean, I like Howler, who was this character. Axis was cool. Well, everybody here, all the villains that showed up were pretty cool. At the same time, who, was, who did he have for for the um, the first line? Uh, who I know right off is um, Blackjack, Effigy, of course, Nightingale. Oxbow, Pixie, I forget him, and Mr. Justice, right? Let's see, I can't figure out who that one is, right? So we got Typhoon, who's this guy here? Axis was here, and Howler, right? They get into a fight, the Positron Scythe, and then they see Spacecraft, that FG has gotten conveniently hidden, right? So, and they're kind of puzzled on it, but they're gonna move. But this is actually, FG has decided at this point, he's gonna go home. He's got it fixed. He's gonna travel, meet up with Skrulls, and possibly leave. Because he knows what that their plan is, right? And they see the lunar module, right? So as they go through, it lands and then the hero's there at the same time. And Howler's struggling with being on the moon since his power comes from it, right? So they're on the moon landing looking at it in the future, in this page, but they, they um, arrest Pixie, but she's like, she's okay with it. But the moon landing still happens, right? No one has stopped them yet. Right, so the team goes out and they're out to take out those villains, right? And find out that Blackjack and Positron have some sort of relationship together. And once the villains here, there's, there's a hero's there. They get into this big fight, right? And Firefall, that's Firefall, right? They get in there, but while this is happening, Effigy is amazed at the how well they've gotten better as they go, right? So the airlock even feels like home, right? And they say, Earthman, how do you get past the scanners? He says, no, I'm not one of you. Says, Who are you? And he's like, oh, Lieutenant Velmax, right? And he gets a hero, welcome home. But something else is going on at the same time, right? The heroes 
Then how did the first line get here? And he realized, what is he doing? <laughs> the first line is his team, right? But they're kind of upset. Why would you bring these heroes out here, right? And how was just about had a fact with Axis, right? And then Typhoon is going to see what's going on. And the ship is vibrating. And now the side of the earth explodes. It goes to the other side and then explodes. Right? Once they realize, once they ride home, they're trying to tell them what the aliens are and they tell them they're scrolls. Right? And here, as people get nationalized, he realized that America is his home, right? So we have this first poignant scroll story and probably the biggest scroll tragedy ever happened which, on Earth. A scroll lieutenant sided with the humans in here, right? So here we are, and we get the big one where Thor appears, right? So this, I think, Burn did a good outing with Thor and the Avengers and Marvel team up with Spider-Man. So we get him, and the pencils for this is really gorgeous, right? I'm okay with Al Milgram doing inks, and the pencils are pretty nice. If people like to say breakdowns, but a little more than that. And Thor, this is going through a period where they're saying he had no humility, right? So he tells, tells him to go down there and deal with this evil that's going down on Earth, right? So we have Captain Hit, Pip, and Sunshine, which was the idea was creation of from um, Roger Stern that he's always had in his back pocket, so he got to use them, keeping with the period of the free love stuff from the, the 60s, I believe it was, the late 60s, right? But we have Venus, who was a Marvel character from the um, 50s, right? She is preaching love. And as the first line is trying to catch up to them, Thor appears. So Thor is doing a little stint with them, right? So Captain Hip, who's supposed to be like the Sonny and Cher, they run into each other. This is gorgeous right here. Man. Classic burn face. And then he uses, she uses... Sunshine uses her power against her husband and he falls out, right? And here we cut to see what kind of led to the Black Fox quitting, right?
and Thor appears. So they bring him a part of the team. And the stuff with Venus is just going out and it has a whole bunch of kids and they're not sure how they're going to deal with it. But, of course, the first line has to take it on, right? So, since it's kids, Effigy decides he's going to make himself a kid. But at the same time, they run into Venus. Right. And then the throwback to Robert Payne before he became the Fox, and he was searching after. Um, after rumor this guy's rumor and he almost caught him but he escaped right so but fox is struggling with how he would deal with it so he decides he's going to take out the leader which is sunshine and obviously um, now that captain hip sees the black fox there's always this tension between them this is the first time we get to see what captain hip could do to the black fox when it's un He's caught off guard, right? And then Thor comes in, of course. You see the lightning. And Thor and what's the name is telling him to cool down. Right now, Frankie's trying to separate the, these people. They're struggling with the kids, but then Venus takes, minds controls Thor. Leads to Frankie dropping Thor, right? So they kind of control his, Luma controls his mind and tosses Thor away, which is fun because he's holding the hammer the hammer goes with and then of course they're both free from what was happening we realize they're gonna have a baby which is gonna be um gladfly right and they stop rumor and then um the black fox scratches his throat and thor is out of here so then venus realizes that she's actually venus and he's actually mercury and they cool. So then we're going to get to the lead where we get to see the old school. So this is an Alpha Flight cover, but for some reason, there's no blurb on there. Who's going to die type of deal, right? We don't know who's what's going on here. We've seen Howard before, but who are these guys, right? So we get a flashback to 1947, right? And we see Velmax, can't you recognize him? And his um, commander. There, there, they've crash landed on the earth. They get shot by someone who thinks they're Russians. And then, of course, he turns into a monster and scares them all. But now. There's someone who, oh, the person who shot him, he dies. And of course, he takes his identity, right? So the commander, they don't know what happened. So we have this gorgeous splash page. It's the day that's going to live in infamy, right? I think this is the day John F. Kennedy was shot, right? You got this great shot of um, who gorgeous Nightingale is. And of course, 
We also have um, Lady, you know, Liberty Girl, and we have Kid Justice and the Yankee Clipper, who we have not seen so far. We've only hinted at him, right? This is just a training day with these guys, right? And Kid Justice is struggling like any kid would, but also the Clipper, right? And then, of course, Kid Justice trying to take it to the Fox, but the Fox is prepared, right? And then I think this character might be something from one of the Westerns. Right. He takes this strong unique guy and takes him and makes him her buddy, right? And this is gonna lead them to get to the team. I don't think they get into the team yet. So this kind of has the classic ones. We got Effigy. I think yeah, these two these four here were definitely part of the original team, right? As I said, we've lost a lot of great ones, but now we're kind of starting to see why some of the other ones are getting. This is going with the, the regular story that, um, you know, um, Lee Harvey Oswald was the guy who did it, right? Right, and then we have someone who's like, hey, I got this trick. You put some lunar energy for somehow you got to put that in a bottle. Comes to Howl and say, hey, let's get a partnership. So they're going out there, there, they have a plan. And actually it was a setup by the, by the first line. So they're taking on the Howl up, but there's a new shapeshifter, right? And, um, This is a polymorph, and it takes out Liberty Girl, right? Natty Gill tries to help, but Effigy goes alone, right? He's able to survive this hit, but why? Because he's a scroll. But this this character doesn't know they get into a big fight. And then of course the commander is kind of figuring out who it is. Um Effigy's kind of just like, I got he's going too fast. And he takes him out because Effigy is about that business. And of course, he said, You slay me, you traitor. You become one of them. Why did you abandon me? No. I sealed your med pod before I get to the cover. The helicopter came. So he kind of played his game. And then next thing you know, he set up his political ties. And this, he said, but why play the hero? I'm not sure. I can't explain. And then I learned so much living as American. There's something everyone will hear. <laughs> Didn't you see it? commander and he's gone so he's kind of really off script for the scrolls right and this is where cassandra appears she hasn't appeared for a, a few issues i don't think we're gonna see her until the last one after this but the clipper 
and her have the same belt and they're in the same timeline. And they said, um, and the clipper is gone. We find out that the clipper is gone and, and Nightingale experienced all this death. So look at all this death that's happened, right? They've only stopped the what's in the rent. Of course, when they're traveling back, the black fox says, I thought it would I thought it'd be the kid. Right? And we see Lee Harvey Oswald going to the, the bookstore, right? So there you go. We've got the classic Lost Generation are together. This is the closest I think Byrne got to doing like a something we're watching where you get these sort of generation type of heroes in one story outside of Batman Robin generations. But that was something that was kind of set up in um, in the Batman early series in the Bob Kane sort of area, which was probably done by tons of ton of artists and writers with Bill Finger that sort of thing. But we gotten to this thing, Will, but it's you know. Um, uh, I just said that they didn't get to do more of it, right? But Roger Stern, Burn, pull at old stops, and there we go. Spin rack out.